December 25th is Christmas Day. Why does the date create stress? A quick aside here. There are so many reasons it creates stress that I no longer have to deal with. So forgive me the simplicity of the source of my stress when you probably have a lot more stressors on you. Sometimes a simple example just makes it easier to see a situation and plan how to deal with it. Then you scale up from there. Hi friends, and welcome back to Curiously Wise. I'm Lauren Wittig, your host. I wanted to just share a little bit of something I've been pondering a lot lately and working to overcome, understand, become discerning about one of those issues. So let me just tell you a little story about my morning. This morning I was out walking Zoe the Wonder Dog before a big storm comes through this afternoon. And I recognized that emotionally I was in a soup of frustration, irritation, and stress, even though there really isn't any reason I should be. So I realized I needed to get curious and dig into exactly what was going on in my funny little head. Hmm, let me see. I had this episode to record and I still didn't know what I was going to talk about here. And it's the end of 2023, so I wanted it to be kind of important. I'd been stymied by an online retail site that kept giving me problems at checkout. And I still have a few presents to find and ship. And Christmas is only eight days away. As empty nesters with our own parents gone now, and a husband that really doesn't care about Christmas, we aren't doing much this year. So really, it hasn't been stressful. Well, until I realized my stress today is because there is an external date by which I'm supposed to have presents to their recipients. And frankly, since we only have a couple of social gatherings to go to and nothing else, Christmas has kind of slipped my mental countdown radar this year. As this was revealing itself to me, I realized this is another opportunity for me to work on something that has been very large in my life in the last, well, 63 years. I immediately felt better not because any of the emotions had been released, but because I've begun implementing some tools to help me find my way through what I call time anxiety. I think time anxiety is very large in our culture, so I'm tackling it. So one of the big things I've learned to ask first is, is this a time anxiety I have created for myself? Examples are commitments to deliver things like this episode to my editor time-sensitive commitments to other people, like working with clients, interviewing people for the podcast, or social events with good friends? Or is this a time anxiety outside my control? Because of the phase of life I'm in, there's not a lot of outside or what I call imposed time commitments. But holidays are an example of an imposed commitment. So then I put on my discerning hat, metaphorically, of course. I don't really have a discerning hat. And really looked at that. December 25th is Christmas Day. Why does the date create stress? A quick aside here. There are so many reasons it creates stress that I no longer have to deal with. So forgive me the simplicity of the source of my stress when you probably have a lot more stressors on you. Sometimes a simple example just makes it easier to see a situation and plan how to deal with it. Then you scale up from there. So, why am I stressing? December 25th is racing toward me. 
and everything has to be done by that morning. But does it really? The only people who I really want to get their gifts on time, a child and my children, will have their packages before the 25th because I took care of that already. Done. Anyway, the three other people I feel it important to send a gift this year are grown-ups and empty nesters. They won't mind if their presents aren't there promptly by the 25th. I know them. They won't. So why am I allowing that date to stress me out? There is the desire to not look like a Grinch to family and friends. I know the judgment is coming from inside me, not from them. So I can let that go. They will get presents, and if they don't arrive by the 25th, it's really not a big deal. Deep breath. I can let go of that. I still have some shopping to do. Online, I don't go near retail store crowds this time of year. But I can enjoy the process instead of feeling like I have to rush to find something to send quickly. And my frustration and irritation? Gone. For now, at least. I tell this story because discerning whether there was a legit reason I was frustrated, irritated, and anxious, or if it was based on external circumstances and self-judgment, was the first step to understanding the situation and the choices I had available to bring me back to a state of calm. Discerning is one of those words I hear used a lot, including by me, but I realized I don't really know the actual definition of discernment. So I looked it up. There are many, including judgment, but the one I really like is selectivity. Selectivity. This makes sense to me, and it's fun to say. Selectivity implies options. Do I want this or that? I like options. So if I use my selectivity to look at my options, feel anxious due to impending December 25th deadline, or feeling calm and allowing myself to take my time to shop for gifts and get them to my loved ones, even if it's after that date. Selectivity is the fear of judgment coming from those who might get a New Year's present instead of a Christmas present? Or is it coming from what I think I should do? Hustle to get everything bought and shipped immediately. Part of embracing discernment, aka selectivity, is understanding that everything you say no to opens up more space for something new or just a period of rest. It is also true that everything you say yes to potentially creates a no to something else you might enjoy or rest you might relish. And so this is where I have come to. I have come to a place of releasing my shoulds. Shoulds are something that creep up on me all the time. And this tool of discernment, of selectivity, and frankly, of curiosity, help me to look and find those shoulds and challenge them. So that's where the selectivity comes in. Do I want to feel this way? Or would I rather feel that way? And if that way is in antithesis to the shoulds, then is the should really something important? Or is it just something that I have had imposed on me by our culture or imposed by me just because it's tradition? So I invite you to think about that as you are navigating your way through the holidays. One other important tip when dealing with the holidays can be hard to get your mind quiet enough to go through the discernment process in order to choose how you want to move forward. I got that quiet this morning by taking my pup for a walk. Getting outside always helps me calm the chaos inside. A deep, slow breath. Even if you can't get away from the source of chaos, turn your back or declare a potty break and take a few slow, deep belly breaths. You'll be surprised 
to see what an impact that can have on your overstimulated nervous system. And then there's my favorite, laughter. I know when you're in the midst of chaos, laughter can be hard to come by. So I just offer you this tip, this tool of playing Remember When with those present. It's a game to get those gathered with you, telling funny family stories. And maybe, you know, it's kind of a sneaky way of redirecting the energy of the room, especially if you have those relatives in your home or you're in their home and they just can't let things go. They like to play victim or they bring politics up or they have some other reason to create chaos, even if it's just to get attention. Turn that attention to something funny. Turn that attention to something that will get everybody laughing or at least smiling fondly. And this is, it's really a powerful, powerful thing that you can consciously do. I know that for my family, the, the stories tend to come up when we are around other family members that we don't see regularly. And it's a way of bonding. But we always end up laughing. And it's such a joy to remember even those times where we were telling those stories to each other for the umpteenth time and how much we laughed together. So I would invite you to bring that as a gift to your gathering. And if there are no stories that you can remember, other people will. Ask them to tell you about the funniest Christmas they ever had. Anything like that that will get them reminiscing and lifting their vibe into something fun and emotionally moving would be you know, another way to look at it or sentimental. It will change the whole vibe, even if it's just for long enough for you to gather yourself together, figure out what you want, discern what's going on with you, and have that moment of selectivity where you can see what your options are. One of your options might be to get people telling these funny stories. So that was the lesson that I went through this morning. I share it with you because I think, first of all, it's good any time of the year, but I think during this time of the year when we're gathered with far-flung family and, and friends a lot, and there's the stress, especially if you're the hosting family or the hostess who's responsible for most stuff, which is usually my role, it can be really a hard time to allow yourself to decide what's really important and what you can let go of. And finally, I just want to remind you that there are so many holidays celebrated around the world this time of year to move in community through the longest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere and celebrate the return of light. My wish is that we may each bring our beautiful light into the world as we end 2023, and may we move forward into 2024 shining more brightly than ever. I'll see you in January. Have a wonderful rest of 2023 and stay curious. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. I hope this conversation has left you feeling inspired and curious about the world around and within you. After all, curiosity is the key to growth and understanding. So keep asking questions and exploring new ideas. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and or leaving a review. It helps us be found by others. If you're curious to learn more about me or my healing practice, Heartlight Wellness, head over to my website at heartlightjoy.com. Until next time, I'm Lauren Whitting. Stay curious.